You know a guy knows door. a guy. Does he know he Sparky? I know Sparky. He lives, he lives right next door to my friend, the physicist. Oh, yeah, Jeremy. Jeremy knows Sparky. Oh, yeah. He's a good guy. Whenever I visit home and I listen to relatives, it's like that one person's name, also another person's name, and here's the third person name, Story. And I'm like, I don't fucking know these people. I don't, I, why would I know them? Oh, no, you know Susie. Susie used to babysit you when you were two. <laughs> exactly. It's like, I, and I remember that. My first memory yeah, I had was I was four. We, fu- we fired her because she went three knuckles deep in you. So we fired her. But then uh, we replaced her with that redhead girl. We uh, replaced her with that priest, who, Father Touch. Your, touch who, your who, who died of, of uh, you know, of the thing. COVID. Uh, she died. And, uh, she died of COVID. She died in 1992. Terrible. Obviously, you remember that funeral. Oh, yeah. Ooh. It, yeah, I'm just like, oh, uh, you don't realize how quickly I wanted to forget this place. How fast. No wonder fast. I moved yes. as far away as humanly possible without, <laughs> without sinking in the ocean. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so uh, let's do an intro. Let's do Simpsons. No, let's do something else. Let's do something something different here. Let's just go, uh, let's go skate Stacey Keach. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound, a dimension of sight, a dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. To create their own particular and private hell, and now must lie in it. Sadder but wiser, by dint of a rather painful lesson in responsibility, transmitted from Ordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW Twilight Review. Should say Night Gallery in that. Episode 335, Night Gallery 222B, Little Girl Lost, the last episode of Season 2. I'm Phoenix West. Thank you. Welcome, guys. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, it was surprisingly interesting. And I'm, I, f- I feel like I should hate myself for saying that, but I really did enjoy it. Well, when it's called <laughs> Little Girl Lost, I was expecting a total remake. Yeah. But they took it and just completely went a different direction with it and actually works pretty well. Yes. They killed the fucking world. This is like the Cabin in the Woods of Night Gallery episodes. Yeah. The world ends. And it wasn't something I remembered right off the bat. It was everything else. And I was like, wait, wait. The fucking world ended. I forgot. Yeah. Because wow. that was the whole point. He was going to make bombs that didn't need nuclear fusion or whatever. And they would just blow up. So basically, he made the continue the the everlasting bomb stopper. I don't know. Frank, you haven't said anything yet about this. Do you uh, agree or did you not like it? Eh. You know, it's a boy. It's boring. The episode isn't, it's boring. Good acting, but it's kind of boring. I don't remember much of it to be honest, because it, I watched it like a few days ago and it just drugged. It's only it se- is slow. It's 17 minutes. Yeah, but it's still slow. I, I didn't mind it. I liked it actually. It's a, it's a good episode. Yeah, it's very good. 
But it really didn't hold my attention too, uh, too much, to be honest with you. But keep in mind, like, when we talk about Twilight episodes, my favorite ones are the ones that aren't sci-fi at all. And this one is not sci-fi at all. No. You think it's going to be, and that's the point. It doesn't need to be sci-fi. Well, uh, well I, is it not sci-fi? It's not a horror story. It's, it's fantasy. More, I'll give it that. It's, it's more of a... Um, no. It's more of like There's a zero hard, fantasy. Um, hmm? There's zero fantasy here. See what I mean? I don't remember anything from this. Yeah. Like, I think it was the first one I watched before the other two. That's what screwed me up. Yeah, I, I watched it first as well uh, yesterday. I watched it over the weekend. Yeah. Um, it was like five days ago. But it's like everything that they set up about the little girl doesn't matter because he's lying. It's all a big con to end the I world. Do, I, yeah. I do remember saying, why the fuck did I just waste my time watching this then? Like, did it... Did none of this make sense? No, it made sense. It makes perfect sense. I, I really, really enjoyed this episode. And I yeah. hate that I have to say that about Night Gallery, but that's how you know I'm being honest. Is I, I enjoyed it. I, I fucking loved it. It might be I one of my like... favorite episodes of Night Gallery so far. So essentially the episode is there's a, a, a doctor, who, a psychologist that knows this really brilliant uh, military mind who's a, basically a weapon maker. He's like the go-to Dr. Death. And the military wants this formula for bombs, and yeah. he's gone crazy. He needs to deliver on this on this deal they have with him. He doesn't because essentially what he's doing is he's trying to stall time to not finish the formula because he knows it's going to be the end of everything. And really, he wasn't wrong. No, it, it, it's a lot what Oppenheimer did, but that's yeah. not what happened in the episode. No, that was that. That's the subtext. That's yes. what's really happening. The subtext is he's seen his little girl who died in a car accident. He's fixated on that, and he's trying to say, he's trying to look crazy so they won't come to him for this material. No, he's trying to look crazy so they won't notice that he when he rushes out the formula, they just start doing tests on it and end the world. Right, because that's his yeah, goal well, is to end the world. It's revenge. It's, it's revenge, revenge because. There's a twist at the very, very end where he goes, and you get revenge for killing his daughter. And you're like, holy shit, he's the one that killed her? I had no idea when he said that. I was like, wait, 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 wait. I had to rewind. So, wait, what did he say? I'll play it in a second here, but let's get through the okay. episode. Um, I must not have caught that. Part. Yeah, there's a I lot. Catch it he throws out a lot in like a three-second scene. But I just, I just, what I got out of it was he was just mad at the world because everybody was awful. So I just, just destroy the world. Yeah, I remember at the end of it being so fucking confused. I'm like, well, well, let's 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 go through it. I'll, I'll set this one up because I enjoyed it the most. It sounds like, um, it's the beginning is just them, a bunch of like military guys watching this doctor through glass, and he's like, he's playing with a little girl, and he's like, eh, and there's no little girl there. She's a little girl lost. And, and they, they talk about how she was killed in a hit-and-run accident six months ago. Doesn't know who killed her. And he went crazy after that because the wife's dead. And he, he still sees her there. And he just pretends like she's there. And But he's he's the future of the nation. Like, he's going to fix this thing. I didn't know what his, pro, his thing was going to do. But it was going to revolutionize something. Right. And then fucking Robert Denby, uh, MST3K reference, if you're a Twilight Pwn listener. He's Robert Denby from Riding With Death. Remember that episode, Dick? Oh, yeah. Yep. He's Robert Denby. You're as elusive as Robert Denby at the end of the part one. And they're like, who? That's Robert yeah. Denby. That's him. Um, 
the doctor with the kid is 54 in this episode, the actor, but he looks like he's 68 and he has like a little, little girl, but turns out that's kind of a plot point later on. Um, Robert Denby reveals that he took her out for cotton candy and like rides and shit at a carnival and water. And I was very confused, but I have a, a, a very, very descriptive clip here of the episode. I'm going to play it right now. This I want to make this a meme or a, a little gif and just play it in a loop. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't patronize me. Yeah. <clears throat> but I love the fact that he's watching him. And the whole time I'm going... Something else is going on, which I never think during night gallery. I'm just usually like, fucking come on, get the fuck over. I'm always mad. This one was only 17 minutes long. Yeah. Right? But a lot of the, even like the five minute ones in the show feel like an eternity. Some of the them. Fucking Jack Laird. Uh, Remember when they go into that, the episode where they go into their father's warehouse, a scientist warehouse, and they get attacked by a giant spider. That felt like an hour. And it was only like six minutes. Three minutes long. But that yeah. was a Twilight Zone episode. Whatever. Okay, so there's a but there's a dozen Night Gallery ones I can name. Oh, yeah, yes. that was an eighty-five episode. Okay, yeah, that's why it's, uh... it's rare that it's a ninety. That's an eighty-five one compared to. Yeah. Do you want me to list all the Night Gallery ones that felt like an eternity? Brenda. Oh, Brenda's the worst. Brenda's the fucking worst. That one is probably hands down the worst one. God damn! I hate that episode. Yeah, was her voice dubbed too? No. It sounded like it. It sounded like it might have been. I don't know. Um. But, yeah, they brush her hair, and he and he's brushing the little girl's hair, and basically his job is to accompany this scientist and take care of his daughter who's not alive, so that right. he can focus on his wor- scientist work. That's all he's right. there to do: take care of the little ghost girl. He brushes her hair. He puts her to bed. He tells her a story. And when he tells her a story, he starts seeing, like, flashbacks of, like, a carnival and, like, lights. And I'm like, what the fuck yeah, is that? Yeah, something was all, like, was that, did his, did his daughter die or something? And he just got lost in well, that Well, now we, at, when we get to the end, we'll know. Because okay, when I, I got to the end, I'm like, remember. oh, that's what that was about. Okay. So what was it? Well, uh, we'll get there. Um, and he starts crying. And then uh, the the... Later on, he's like, the doctor's like, oh, you take great care of her. Like, she needs to be with someone younger. I'm, I'm too old. You know, maybe she should stay with you. I'm old as shit. Um, I looked him up. They're only 10 years apart. Of course. Yeah. Robert Denby's only 10 years younger. Um, I noticed the doctor who hires him sounds like a, a mix of Elliot Gould and Danny Houston. I wrote this down. Oh, wow. Let me play his audio. Dick, I don't know if you know who either of those people are. This is the worst audio and video ever. Doctor of the mind, my job is to heal. Look at them brand new shiny cars. Listen, okay, 1320 is my timestamp. Listen to this audio change right here. Dementia precox. Isn't very nice. Yeah, I know, but... With the proper therapy. Oh, proper therapy, man. Damn it, they won't allow us time for that. They want what he can do now. So they give him his dream. What the fuck was that? <laughs> what ADR. was that? 
Lots off for snakes. Yeah, but look at the the mountains behind him. Yeah, that's obviously a. Uh, Until a he's done his dirty work. Is the fuzziest film stock I've ever seen in my life. Then. Doesn't he sound like Danny Houston though in Elliot Gould? A little bit, yeah. And then what? Forget he it. Looks Let him go mad. Why not? What better way to safeguard the knowledge? <laughs> oh my God, that audio clip though. I can't get over that. It's so bad. <laughs> um, they go to a restaurant with the little girl and the scientist and uh, Robert Denby. And they're sitting there and some random dude keeps trying to steal their chair. Yeah. The, the doctor is playing along and he's like, starts to realize she's not real. She's not there anymore. Yeah. And, he goes, and that's part of his ruse. And he's like, I'm going to give you the paperwork tonight and, and I'm ready to turn everything in. I'm going to turn my whole thing in. And I was like, I think his thing is, I even wrote my note here. Uh, starting to think his big invention is the final solution. Like, it's going to be, like, something to kill humanity. And that's, you know, we're going to... F- the only fix is no more humans. And all his studies are done, and... Well, that's the, what he said. He says, the world's full of terrible people. Yeah. So he goes, how'd you hurt your leg? And he's like, oh, you know, military in a plane, and yada, yada, yada. And someone didn't do their job. And he's like, yeah, that's the way it works. And he keeps looking at him. And I'm like, mm. what are they really talking about and when i get to the end i realize what's going on yeah but uh they show a scene with uh the next scene after this after he turned in his he turned in his work is the the doctor driving <laughs> for some reason they're in fedoras and big ass coats in the california heat because here we go jenny <laughs> and he, he swerves around and he goes crazy. There's a weird noise, though, after they stop. Frank, you know more about cars than I do. Can you tell me what the fuck this noise is? You could have killed both of us. I know. I think it's music. I'm sorry. Which noise? The That was just the music, dude. Why? It sounds like a car noise and they play it like that. If it only happened once, then maybe, but three times in a beat like that? No, that was... Okay, I'll drive. Yes. And then it's done. It's like they wanted it to be a car noise, but I don't know what the fuck it was. And for some reason, he's riding like bitch. <laughs> yeah. No one else next well, the, to the little girl was there, but he swerved over to grab the wheel. Oh, yeah, the little girl's in between them. That's the idea. Yeah. And now he's yeah. pushing her to death. Yeah, it's Christian. Exactly. Up. Stop finger blasting me, old man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, he he goes back into the office. He talks to his little uh, his friend here about how he turned in the paperwork already, and he goes in the other room, sees the doctor there cradling next to a fireplace, and he's talking to her brush, and he's clearly not talking to her like she's there in the room. Dick is falling asleep on us. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. We're almost done. Long, long week. We're almost done. Here, here comes yeah. the, uh, let's watch this scene. Hopefully they don't shut us off for this. So. A genius. His shit has turned in. When his mind is clouded by delusion. delusion. No. But by your pretending that Jenny was still alive, you took over his delusion. He could be objective and finish his work. But he, he was talking as if he was going to see her. Yes. And the only way to do that is to die. 
to die. You can't commit conscious suicide. You see, that's the conflict. Okay, pausing here. This is him putting it together way too fucking late. That yeah. what he did was he's going to kill himself, but he's doing it in the, the most epic way possible. But he gets real specific here in a second. The conflict that leads to insanity and the desperate need to escape from opposing problems. And that is the man who worked out the means to create fission with non-radioactive materials. Yeah. It's impossible. Sci-fi. I know, Phoenix. Then why are you yelling? His hair is not real. (laughs) What are you saying? Here we go. Do I have to explain? Look, it's madness to give him the wrong formula. Madness? Or perhaps the perfect solution? Is it it too late? I'm afraid it is. (laughs) Welcome to hell! Yeah. He'll be revenge. Pause that. Pause. That's the point I wanted you to hear. What the fuck is in that picture behind him? Fire? No, that's a Soyuz. Why do they have a Russian rocket taken off behind him in a picture? I don't know. so odd. Envy? Of the Soyuz? Who went to space first? Oh, don't have them. They're still pissed about it. What do you mean, who went to space first? Listen. Is it, is it too late? I'm I mean, do you want to know the Shut right the answer? fuck up. The Germans, okay? Right it is. When our world goes up in flames. Oh, God damn it. It's a V2 rocket. Is it too late? I'm afraid it is. When our world goes up in flames. Ready? He'll be revenged on the murder of his little girl. You'll be revenged on the murder of his little girl. And at the same time, he'll be with her in the only way. He can. <laughs> All right. So, what really happened there, part of the reason I love this episode is, what really happened was there was, the doctor was fucking with this guy the entire episode because he knows he killed his daughter. And he's going, you're going to take care of her, even though she's not here. And then I'm going to end the fucking world because fuck you. Everyone, and you pretended to go along with it and pretend like you didn't kill her. You're a piece of shit. Taking you all out with me. So, so. All right. So there's three characters there. The one guy is cradling a brush. He lost his daughter. The other guy um, who he was talking to killed his daughter. And then. The guy talking is the one who put everything in motion. So he basically sacrificed himself. So why? The guy here on the left you're talking about? Yeah. No, he didn't know. He thought he was working on the real thing. Now he's realizing, oh, shit, we've been playing the wrong game here. He's been playing this the whole time. Is this like a Dr. Strangelove moment? I guess. Well, I mean, the world blows up. And that's yeah. Yeah. So doesn't Doctor Strange love me? Yeah. Except there's no Yeah. There should have been. That would have been so much better. Yeah, we need we need some of that. <laughs> but I mean 
No, if I want to go out, I want to go out bucking Buck Bronco at the Czar's Bomb all the way down. What's his name? Sure. Um, I don't know. N- no, Dick knows his name. What the Which guy one? riding the nuke? Yeah, riding around the nuke. The actor's name. Oh, uh, Slim Pickens. Slim Pickens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the dumbest stage name I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why Slim not? Pickens. Was a Western guy. So it sounds like a yeehaw or hee-haw character. Well, I thought, <laughs> like, yeah, he was a hee-haw basically. Yeah. That's what do you want to be called? Barely fucking barely working. Uh, yeah. Barely <laughs> yeah. barely had a brain in his body. Slim Pickens. That's why they got me. Short McDickens. <laughs> Cass type the fuck. Says <laughs> yeah. so the uh, lead of this role. I'm getting a script here to try out for uh the big dick lead nope oh shit <laughs> can't do that one no nope. uh, fuck i'm still so confused <laughs> what are you confused uh, about well so okay the guy that's figuring out he's just figuring it out yeah so the whole time he thought he's really talking to his his little girl and now he's Wait, realizing so only two characters there or three. There's three characters involved. There's... See, but I thought the guy cradling the brush was the guy who lost his daughter. He is. He is. Yeah, that's the guy. I'm who talking lost about his the guy who was talking at the end. Yeah, his psychiatrist is outside talking at the end. The guy oh, on the right okay. is a military guy who's been working for the military to keep this guy working. Not real. Both of them not realizing he's working on any of the world. This is the right. scene where they're figuring out, oh, he's been playing us. Oh, shit. Yeah, Why would the yeah. psychiatrist have anything to do with it? Because he was, they, the guy went crazy after his daughter died. So they brought in a psychiatrist to help him. Psychiatrist said, I, I hate doing this, but go help him. Go along with the fantasy. It's going to help him finish his work. And that he has a couple scenes throughout the episode of like, I hate doing this. It's like recommending the cancer take over someone's body in my wor- line of work. Right. Oh, it's kind of like to to pacify the schizophrenic. Just talk to all the personalities. Yeah, that they exist, kind of thing. Yeah, and, and but the just doctor, so can, yeah, just so he can finish his work. And he goes, that's more important. Yeah, but they have that scenes. In, but they have scenes in the episode in the episode where he goes, I fu- I hate that I have to do this because it's like it's like recommending that the cancer just stay in you. And he's like, in my line of work, the you know the brain controls so much, but you have to do it because his work is more important than. Like, he's going to fix this and then go crazy. Like, his brain's going to eat itself. But we almost have to let that happen because what he's creating is so amazing. And that's kind of the conflict. And then at the end, he goes, wait, his brain's not that gone. Oh, shit. That's the end. He was a terrible psychiatrist. Yes. Yeah. That's him. The whole time he's been admitting that. Yeah. Then, then again, the history is filled with bad psychiatrists. <laughs> I would never defend an episode of Night Gallery unless it was warranted. And I think how the the fuck did they not know PTSD was a thing till 1986? For fuck's sake, how many wars do you? How many? Oh, I don't know. What are we talking about, Dick? Frank? Hmm. I sounds like I liked it a lot more than you. That's fine, but. Thoughts, hey, three, scores. Three just, oh, man, you you actually followed this a lot better than I did because I was confused as fuck. And, what, and then like I was just so fucking confused that by the end of it, I went, "Why did they all just blow up?" 
What? Yeah. I mean, I get it now. Like, I get it now, but it was just so... See, and this is what happened. Like, like, I I, I did watch a um, a video earlier today at work um, about... uh, Sorry, let me get my button ready. Go ahead. No, it's it, it's about it's about Rod Sterling in the in the night gallery. Okay. So apparently, you know, Rod's come back. He was really into this series, right? Yeah. And um, first, you know, him and uh, Universal were battling back and forth what they wanted to call it. What's the yeah. matter? Fine. What are you clicking on? Um, this is this is interesting. Yeah, it's fine. A- anyway, so season one, Rod wrote all the episodes, right? Okay. And it was after the movie that, like, apparently what first came was a movie. I didn't even know that. Did you know that? It wasn't a movie. It was a... It was a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. They, the, well, the yeah. First, but it was, it was like four nine, episodes put together. It was, yeah, it was three episodes, but it was yeah. nine minutes long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so it was a movie. It, and Steven it, Spielberg it, directed the, 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 the middle segment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the it, one, it almost sounded like, um, like, like the premises behind them... Uh, you know, the was, one sounded like death had revisited at the end. It was I the guess. cemetery eyes and the escape route. Yeah, the three the, segments. I, I know the third one was about a uh, ex um, Nazi in South America meeting a Holocaust survivor or something like that. The first one is Roddy McDowell. Yeah, I yeah. watched that when I bought that DVD when we lived in LA, and I fucking hated it. I fucking hate it. It has the Victorian shit, and I oh, oh the, I, the Roddy McDowell. Episode, yes. Yeah, right. I hate Victoria. Yeah, I've never liked Shakespeare at, at all. Like, I just don't like that shit. No, the it Victorian furniture. I, I'll listen to the fucking dialect. I don't care, but the the furniture, all of it, is just. Please ugh. sit in the chair. The Cyrano de Bergerac thing coming out now. I'm like, nope, no. <laughs> so, costumes. So apparently, it was actually received very well. And yeah. that's what, uh, so then they greenlit um, a, a six-episode, hour-long, you know, season one. Uh, and Rod wrote um, six episodes or whatever. But then by season two, Rod realized that most of what he was writing was getting tore apart. Yeah. Uh, and he was too far away um, to have any type of like uh like hands and like he did the twilight zone he was just too far away to have any control yeah U- universal doesn't want to shoot outside of la like anything right and, and he lived in new york or ohio or new york he's going back and forth there oh yeah yeah it'd be the finger like so there so um but yeah so rob would just come in and do the the paintings thing and then he was realizing like even characters that he was fleshing out they were just like you know, just cutting them, you know, or combining two characters into one and just changing a lot. Of it. So like, in, cause in one of the interviews, um, you know, Rob, Rob is like, the only thing I don't like about it is they said it was the night gallery, Rod Serling's the night gallery. And there's nothing Rod Serling about the night gallery because it's not mine anymore. Yeah. And I was just like, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And it was like his last rock. Cause he was really into it season one and all, but then he realized you know, it's he lost all create creative. Uh, he lost all creative control. 
You can see it here, and I think it says Rod Serling's in this this overlay that Adam put on here. Nope, this is Night Gallery. Never mind. I thought it said Rod Serling, but it does say Rod Serling's Night Gallery and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, I know it's a yeah. It definitely is Rod Serling's Night Gallery for sure. But yes, I actually really enjoyed this episode. I, I, sounds like I pay more way more attention to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, like once I once I got lost, I got lost early. You know? Oh, yeah. And then I was just, what? Well, I always say, and this is me living up to that, I give every episode a fair shake. I, I watch it, and then if I'm bored, I, I tune out, or I'm like, ugh. I never fast forward. But this one, I'm like, what the fuck? It, oh, okay, something. And it, it, it got me. This one got me. I actually liked it. It's not enough to it's save not, the series by any means. But. It's, not, it's not a bad episode. That's a nice twist ending. It's just... Kind of, it was more of an emotional episode of a guy dealing with his, um, more his lost daughter, and it's a sort of a weird revenge tale on mankind. That's what I liked about it. It was, yeah, and it was a glorious blend of two MST3K episodes. It was, yes, it was Riding with Death because it had Robert Denby, and then it was, um, Agent for Harm. It reminded me of that doctor with the spore gun, Dick, if you remember that. Yeah, Agent from Harm is the the girls, right? With, with Adam West, the guy from uh, the the Fear episode of Twilight Zone. Oh, okay. So Agent Harm is the other one. I'm thinking of the one where, look at me, I'm a teacher on a roof of this drug den. How did I get here? Let me tell you the story. That was Jack Plant. Jack Plant. I think it's different. Angels. That's the Angels one. Yeah, that's uh, Angels, yeah. not Harm. Yeah, Agent of cool. Harm was the TV show. That they turned into a movie because it was like three episodes. They turned into no, no. This one's an actual movie. movie. It's a, it's a. Riding with Death is a is a movie that they made out of two episodes. But right, yeah, Riding with Death. Agent for Harms is this one with uh, the girl on the beach who plays archery. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. It was the old. He was the uh, over. It's right. He was the older Bond. It was like you're a father. Stupid, terrible Bond movie. Yeah, it's a bad Bond movie. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it reminded me of that a lot, but I got past that, and I was like, all right, those are just like, you know, in the back of my brain, popping up, like, you know, tying it into those, but, and I was like, I like that, it's just a big fuck you in the end, like a usual suspect's ending, like, oh, go fuck yourself, this whole thing was a ruse, go fuck yourself, I killed the world, ha <laughs> ha, I like that, I don't know. Yeah. I gave it a, I gave this episode a seven. What about you Four. guys? Four. I'll give it a seven. I Frank, agree. I think you should rewatch it with an yeah. open mind and uh, awake, preferably. Well, now that I, I won't be so damn confused, then yeah, yeah. okay, because the the ending makes a lot more sense to me. Even yeah. though I don't like the ending because he shouldn't have blown up the world because of his own goddamn, you know, I mean, you yeah, know, your tragedy sucks, but it doesn't matter how much you disagree with him. Yeah. Do innocent people need to suffer because of your tragedy? Well, his so. point is, innocent people suffer because nobody gives a shit about each other. So, what's this start over? It's a very cynical way to look at it, Russ. Yeah, but uh, is he it's wrong? Very, I don't, very Nietzsche. I, mean. I, I don't know Russ if he's wrong. Cole, who said that, Nietzsche? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's the, the Nietzsche shit. Shut the fuck up. He's a nihilist. Oh, it must be exhausting. <laughs> that was the other clip I almost got. Yeah, I was gonna say but that I one. Didn't. Uh, yeah, I get that one. Must too. be exhausting. 
I'll give you a thousand. I'll suck your cock for a thousand dollars. I'm gonna run to a cash machine. Brent can't watch. I guess pay. All right, let's get out of here. Um, until right. next time, which we are doing. Sorry, let me do this because I usually do this. Next week. Oh God. So luckily on the DVD or the Blu-ray when I put it in today or yesterday, I watched Little Girl Lost, and then I went, oh, go up one. We're doing that one next week. I watched The Fugitive. Ah. But first, we're doing Little Boy Lost from 1985, Twilight Zone, 104A, Little Boy Lost. And then we're doing The Fugitive. This ends our, today. this week's the Little Girl series. Now we're moving into Little Boy and Creepy, because it's a Little Boy <laughs> Lost and then our pedophile episode. Right. And I figured The Fugitive would never win any sort of Twitter bracket poll that we do. So I'll just throw it in here so we can get it out of the way. Seems like a perfect point, because it's also really creepy. So those are our two episodes. Fantastic. Week after that, though, people are like all over Redux, third from the sun Redux. Two great episodes. Mm-hmm. And then the week after that, two 2019 episodes that we talked about before. I, always, I already watched them, too. Try, yeah. try, and Six Degrees of Freedom. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I just want to say, like... um. The the uh the six degrees of freedom uh, fucking uh what's his face from Yellowstone's and that really Jimmy yeah Jimmy. really yeah he's the one that was going on about the Fermi paradox and all that ah or, or, or the great filter which they still fucked that whole concept up but okay I'm looking forward to that now all right yeah it, it was Jimmy I'm looking I'm like what is that that's fucking that's Jimmy fu- <laughs> jerking off horses Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Thank you, Frank. I got something to look forward to with that one. Right on. Phoenix West. Frank Lakes. So long, citizens. So I lost my little girl the other day. I didn't look for her. That's a Stephen Wright joke. She was under the bed. That's a Stephen Wright joke. Oh, yeah. I put put spot remover my dog. Now I can't find him. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine. I went to <laughs> I went to a map store and asked for a, a map actual size. I just flew in from Las Vegas. Boy, is my car tired. Wait, I drove. Shit. <laughs>